0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show over here on the Strickland YouTube channel as well as the Strickland Podcast Network. If you're listening to this afterwards, um, the Knicks lost 121 to 108. Um, a Knicks and dibs classic i mean this is like a throwback to 2021 2022 Mm -hmm. if if i if i if i'd say so myself but um yeah two games are in a row of a a, a 2021 (laughs) classic but um yeah i mean Knicks. they seem like they were they got blitzed early on with donovan mitchell just like becoming the second coming of michael jordan because he's upset that he's in in ohio for some reason um for some reason (laughs) i would be mad too if i was living in cleveland yeah, but yeah, he comes out very strong. The first first quarter, he drops like I think about fifteen points in the first quarter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we recover nicely, I believe, in the second in the second quarter. We go into halftime; it's about a three point game. Third quarter, we actually come out pretty strong. Um, Brunson he comes out pretty aggressive, um, and the defense looks really it looks more improved. Um, a note as well as RJ, it was um, shooting the three a little bit better today. Um, which is a positive improvement. But other than that, I mean, like it was really like Brunson really setting that tone in that third quarter of really getting us going. Um again, Randall played the whole third quarter, which I didn't think was beneficial, even though he was um getting stuff down low on Mobley, which I thought was pretty good and which was a like a refreshment from what he does in other games sometimes when he when he's when he sees a matchup that he likes. Um, which is like more of like taking more jump shots. Um, but then the fourth quarter comes and the bench is in and it just completely collapses. And then from there, it is just a mess, which we will all go through. Um, I got Tyrese joining me, we got Jeff here, and we got Doug joining me as well on the post game show. Um, where do we want to start?
1: Um, I don't even know. Tibbs? Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tired of him? I I mean, did. did you see the end where the, it was near the end where both Fournier and Mitch fell to the ground at the same time and they're just like so f-
2: funny. flopping like that and <laughs> it's like fling- fun, that, that was man. the get those, get
1: get those encapsulation two, of this game. Yeah, get those guys out of here. You, we can start. You no, know, why don't we start with Mitch? He played like shit. <laughs>
2: he was bad. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. was bad tonight. Yo,
1: Mitch was yeah. bad. And then Breen and Clyde had the nerve to be like RJ threw that pass behind him. After Mitch has been bumbling, stumbling, rumbling, and slipping the ball out of his hands, the entire game, it's like, RJ had a bad pass. Nah, man, Mitch Mitch couldn't catch shit today. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, tonight and like even the last game, it seems like against higher quality opponents that Mitch has been really struggling or at least. That's great. He might be he might be getting into his head because like he mentioned that defensive player of the year shit. And like ever since then, it hasn't looked good. Um, You never want to hear a player like really say they're going for an award. I think in my opinion, I think it just puts like too much in that player's head. Um, I rather just Mitch had just came out and balled and showed us with his play instead of, you know, telling us that that's what he wanted, Um, because it definitely didn't look like it on the court. Um, And that definitely didn't help us at all. I mean, we didn't get killed on the interior that much on this game because it was more of like a three point like barrage from the um, from the Cavs. And we can get into that directly, because I think that's the main point um, of like why we've been struggling um, these last couple games, and why we will continue to struggle. Um, and that's the point of attack defense. And one thing that I, I've, I've mentioned countless times on this on the post game streams, and I think we've all been uh, in agreement of this is like the point of attack defense is really, really bad, especially without um Quentin Grimes out there. And without Quentin Grimes out there, <clears throat> it would make more sense to start someone like an Emmanuel quickly, who once he came into the game was draped all over Donovan Mitchell, played great defense, I think, on him. Um, really slowed him down to a degree i think um but yeah having evan forney out there is just not like it's just not conducive to winning and to start the game with evan on donovan mitchell was just like dumbfounding wild. it's that dumbfounding was
3: wild. like that was... i don't know what he was thinking
0: like you're you're actively conceding points at that point like it didn't game didn't even have to start yet as soon as i saw like that was the matchup yep. You already knew that Donovan like, was gonna have a Why is RJ Barrett guarding game?
3: Karis Levert? It's Karis Levert. It's Karis. I know he dropped 41 last you, know, year, you like, know,
0: you know, you think Tibbs got scared by the 41 out, 41 100 percent. 100 percent. For
3: so whatever reason he did, and I'm just like, dude. Clearly, the guy who's literally hitting five threes in the first quarter should probably be the one being guarded by RJ Barrett. But like,
1: it's the I, it's the. Not only did we know it was gonna end that way, like you're not only conceding points, you're allowing Donovan Mitchell to get in rhythm offensively. Cause like, Oh, you're just going to have Evan Fournier guarding me. Okay. I'm just going to have good looks. I'm going to get in rhythm. And then that's it. It's over when you, when a score like Donovan Mitchell is in rhythm, it's over. Like you just, you just allowed him to have a good game. Cause you decided to have your worst defender on him to start the game. Like it's, it's mind-numbingly stupid. Like it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just wild. Like that I knew like that right there, it's like, oh, this game's gonna be over quick. And funny enough, the Knicks actually <laughs> hung in for most of the game, which was absolutely wild. But you know, the, the Fournier thing, he just he we need to go, he needs to go. Stay on the bench, go back to France, go to Orlando. I don't I don't care. Jeff.
2: Um it just kind of makes the games pointless, I guess, in the in the short term. Like, you can't say if if the only thing you want to be judged on is wins and losses, then you have to win mm-hmm. because you can't just be dying to win forty forty games again. That that's a pointless season, you know. Like that's if you're not if, if Obi's going to play fourteen minutes, if uh, 40, if, if Fournier is going to play more minutes than quickly and Cam, and I mean Cam was awful, so who cares? But I mean. <laughs> Dude. I don't mean. I don't. I don't actually mean. Who cares? Because I actually think Cam playing bad is more valuable than forty-eight for the franchise long term. No, it's, it's more valuable not. than. Dude, I don't. I
1: don't well, know, man. Dude. It's not. It's not. Cam it's not is right. fine, fine,
3: you, find
2: it, you find out he's bad and then he's gone. But like, we knew no, he was
3: bad then the first. <laughs> the oh boy! We knew he was bad.
2: There's there's still like a cloudy question mark around. Look, it. I do no. it. <laughs> Look, I do, I I
1: do agree with Jeff though. Like, I rather watch Cam fam than uh, no! Fournier.
3: No, Yes, no, no you do. I'm sorry. I don't care. <clears throat> I literally do not care how bad Evan Fournier is. If I have to watch Cam, rather take another dribble, I'm going
1: to slip my eyes out. Okay, okay? But, but Cam isn't going to be. At least like, he looked shifty on that one drive where he scored. He had a like, couple things. Like, oh, like, like, but, like, jeez,
3: man.
2: I'll put it
1: this way. Do you know how many shots R.J. Barrett had in the in the second half?
2: Four. It, it didn't feel like a lot. I, yeah, three. I would guess less. Yeah, He had I would guess less.
1: right? Fournier had only one less shot in the game than R.J. Barrett, right? Like, at some point, like, you can't have Evan Fournier having this very similar usage than R.J. Barrett. And you see, also Tibbs doing. They're running high pick and roll for Fournier, so they can have a pull up shooting threat. That's right. the logic Tibbs is using. Did he says, and, and that's the conclusion he's come to, right? He's like, we need pull up shooting. We need this as a threat. This, and, it, and the, they, the, they, the they, response they, is, let's not play. Let's not play quickly. Let's have Evan Fournier do it. Like that. It, it's he's he's a fucking idiot. And,
2: and to me, that this goes to, in my opinion, what tibbs's biggest rotation flaw is that was showcased tonight i mean we had a nine-point lead headed into the fourth quarter and the bench stunk it up and then it was tied and then the starters came back in and then we got killed so like you know we can we can squabble about you know not i mean i agree with everything we've said like fournier shouldn't be in the rotation but to me Tibbs' refusal to stagger at all and to emphasize versatility is the biggest and the Mm -hmm. most, and the problem at the forefront. Because we go eight minute stretches with, if you ask Thibodeau, who do you think our four best players are? His answer would, without a doubt, be Brunson, Randall, Mitch, RJ. Those are his four, those are to him the four best players on the team. I promise you, there's no other team in the league that's sitting who the coach thinks his four best players are together for eight plus minutes. It's insane. That's insane. insane. So, and what you just said about RJ, the way he kind of gets frozen out with RJ and with with Brunson and Randall, that's normal because Brunson and Randall are high usage players. And I bet they're doing what Tibbs asks of them. Them So what is the answer to that? The answer is to pull RJ early in his rotation and let him run with the bench because you are simultaneously what Tibbs is saying right now is RJ. I see you as a spacer, a secondary initiator and a defender. You have to get your defense, right? We're going to put you on the other team's best player. You're going to space the floor and every so now and every so often you're going to create in the pistol or you might do some pull-up shooting. But for the most part, we're going to leave the initiating to Brunson and Randall fine. If that's what you want with RJ, when he's playing with those two, okay, that's great. But only playing with him, him with those two is capping the fuck out of his ceiling. And it's absolutely ridiculous. You can do two things at once. You can have RJ do the things Tibbs thinks he's, he is with Brunson and Randall, and then give him four minutes a half with quickly and Obi and Hartenstein and let him lead that unit and see what he's got there. Let him flourish Let him get his foot in the game. You said it earlier, Donovan Mitchell, when when you get him going, you're done. When you get him going early in the game, you're done. Maybe give RJ a chance to get going early in the game. Like Maybe maybe get him with the bench unit, who we have tons of evidence that he thrives with, and let him do two things at once. His refusal to stagger is by far the most harmful thing to this franchise right now. It's more harmful than playing Fournier. The Fournier thing is going to work itself out. Grimes is going to come back. But if you only view these two units as that, as two units, and don't capitalize on the versatility that so many of our players have, we're we're a team with no ceiling. We're just we're going to die on 38 wins again, and that's what we're going to do. Nobody's going to develop. Nobody's going to approach their ceiling, and it's just going to be another lost season filled with games like this that are pointless. That's what it's going to be. And I know I went on a little bit long there, but these – Rightfully
0: so. Rightfully so. Same. Rightfully so, I think I think I think me and Doug were the the two lowest on the Strickland roundtable of the wins. Um, you had thirty eight. I went one lower with thirty seven. We're looking good. Um, we're looking good, man. We're looking good. <laughs> we're we're gonna be in the the one bayana sweepstakes. We're looking good. But yeah, nah. This is exactly the reason why I was low on the Knicks. It was not just to be a pessimist and not to be like, oh, you know, I'm like, I'm hurt from last year. It's like no, like these are things that like. The coach has shown us time and time again. Um, It looked pretty good to start the year against, you know, bad teams. But I was like, mm-hmm. let's wait to see how this looks against better teams. Wait is till they Thibs, actually lose. Like, th- Is, yeah. is Tibbs going to revert back to the way he was last year? Are certain players going to revert to the way they were last year? Answer to those two questions so far have been yes and yes. And if it continues this way, which according to history, it will, then sorry guys it's looking like another 38 37 win season unfortunately i hate to be that negative so early on but i'm just like see, looking at what i see and saying for saying it for what it is
2: and if you win 38 ga- if you win 38 games you can't play ob top in 15 minutes a game yeah. that is that makes no. no sense it makes it doesn't matter that julius randall's there like play them together you have to you can't say I'm doing this because I don't think Julius Randle and Obi playing together will lead me to wins and then win 38 games. You can't do that. Like that is franchise malpractice. You should be in jail, like actual jail. The team should charge you millions of dollars because honestly, like what the fuck are we doing? What is the point of this season? If there's, we're not striving to get anywhere. I'm God, this is so frustrating.
0: (laughs) It's going to be like this until the coach is gone at least at the very least. At the very least, because we know what we're getting with him on a nightly basis, um, in terms of these rotations and like how they're not going to help us win games. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah. Before that, we were speaking about defensively this team. I mean, we do assume like it's going to get better when Grimes comes back, right? Um, and with I mean, sore
1: foot, please. Why is he? He is a sore. He's a, his foot has been this sore for this long.
0: I I I'm really starting to believe the 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 theory of like it's not a real injury it's just buying time for cam to get minutes because there's no way he has a foot this sore for this long it's it's
2: it's it's, it's one of the two things right it's either it's what you just said or it's like plantar fasciitis and it's really serious and yeah and they're they're holding off on it for like whatever reason
0: to tell us that which is even worse because yeah right why not just come out and say it's plantar fasciitis it. yeah because everyone would be like well yeah no you have to <laughs> you have to
1: rest on this one you can't just be out here playing on it but yeah no, i don't know man just it's gonna help but i still just don't see where this team is just kind of gonna go anyway like where they're where they're going with what they're doing like okay randall's not grundle right he's not last year he he he's he's
0: smiling.
1: He's smiling, he's smiling. as as like, Clyde
0: and and Breen love to yeah. They love to say he's endlessly. smiling. He's happy and he also just played a fine game tonight. Like yeah, he, he was he was okay. Like he was some problem, moments, but yeah, yeah, like he
1: wasn't really the problem. But I don't even that, think he took a single shot. Like I think all of his
2: shots were at the rim or threes. I can't think of one from like ten to ten to twenty feet. Yeah, but he I also did, took I,
1: he I took really that bad beat. shots though.
3: He had one mid range. And it was like a floater. So like, yeah, he was
1: fine. I don't know. I didn't like I didn't like most of his shots. He was very he was pretty inefficient with it. But like even when you're at the point now, you even if you're just like Randall's fine or whatever. Just like you watch these OB minutes and they're really popping. And like you gotta see if it's real. At like at what point are you to be like, does this translate into twenty eight minutes? Does this translate to thirty minutes? Does this translate to thirty five minutes? Like you have to see at a certain point whether if it's actually something or not, because if it is, the Knicks have a significant advantage that most of the teams don't as have one of the elite people who just break out and is just an instant threat for an easy layup. Like you can't just ignore that at some point, even if Randall is not shitty, right? Like we could say he's, he's not last year, but Obi is still better. So you kind of
0: like, it doesn't matter what Randall is at this point anymore like you and you see it real. See and you're seeing now with Obi the threat of the jump shot is becoming more of like teams are like respecting yes. it now where like he's pump faking, they're jumping he's getting open like drives to the rim. He's able to create off the drives, finding guys um in the corners for threes or like just making that extra pass. Um, And it's really – it's quick. It's quick. It's like he's not even thinking. He's, like, processing the game really quickly where it's pump fake, drive, pass it, and move out of the way, cut, do whatever it is. And it's just so smooth. You're like, yo, can we see this for the more minutes? Can we see this with better players on the court next to him? Can we – like, can we stagger, please, for the love of God? Please. Like, you, just you, can't, you
2: can't You can't just play Brunson with OB zero minutes. Like, that's just <laughs> – I mean, it's just another example of silly of silly stuff, but I don't know. Um, I actually didn't have a problem with Obi getting pulled in the fourth quarter. I thought his yeah, shit in the fourth, that I thought that his in the fourth was, quarter was
1: really bad. Yeah. I complete. I, this isn't an excuse because it was complete shit, but one thing to kind of keep in mind, too, because of Tibbs' inability to, like, stagger and do stuff, Obi's out for, what, probably the last, like, oh. five minutes or so of the second quarter, halftime, full entire – um third quarter that yeah. comes in. He's doesn't get game time for at least 20, you know, 20 minutes game time plus 30 minutes for halftime, right? So you have him coming in completely cold.
2: Completely and, agree. I, I was a, I was actually just about to say that. You can't you yeah. can't have Obi play the half he did in the first half and then not play him in the third quarter.
1: Right. Just, be, then just it's yeah. yeah it's it's awful. He was complete dog shit because he kept it's, he kept leaving kevin love open which was just stupid because he was he was clearly making a shot so it's like hey man how about you <laughs> force kevin love to dribble the ball like he's not dribbling kevin love doesn't dribble that, like, that's that's team
2: days too though right like tibbs that's, tibbs wants him to show on the ball handler and then recover
1: so yeah if, that's if, yeah if, i know it's 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 the, whole, the again yeah you're right it's like a whole thing because you're right because if obi isn't trying to take you know trying to show prevent the layup from happening tips is going to pull and be like why didn't you like you know why did you chase down and it's like well i'm not chasing down because i'm not leaving kevin love right open for a three and it's like that that's very sound logic for probably all 29 other teams in in the league except for i get it if you have like Hartenstein as like your your defensive anchor right you, you kind of do want to collapse because he's not really a rim protector you don't really need to do that for Mitch, but, like, they, don't, they do it with Mitch, too, and I think they they got to ease off. Like, Tibbs has to ease off on taking away the paint at all costs because it's not – you're going to get nights like this, and it's going to happen a lot more, too. So it's not like the league isn't – like, the league is getting better at three-point shooting. It's its, it's going it's to get – you're going to have nights like this. It's going to get worse, and like you said, Jeff, it, it leads to, like, 500 basketball.
2: It's it's a it's a it's a fine strategy when you have quickly or Grimes or Deuce in because yeah. you don't you don't need to dig or to hedge to cut off the paint because these guys are all around screens even Cam tonight that was I I, I I joked or not joked I was serious when I said I thought he played a really bad game but I thought the only besides that three hit really the best area of his game was fighting around screens I thought he was really really active in on the ball when somebody tried to screen him he was really really good at navigating those screens and like just being disruptive in general um and but when you have Fournier and your your number one mantra is we cannot allow anything at the basket well okay he has he's literally the human version of a red carpet to the basket <laughs> so now all of a sudden the scramble's on because Fournier mm-hmm. gets beat and somebody's got to help and somebody's got to help and what you see is the first quarter, which was 15 wide open threes. And yeah, they got hot. And I couldn't believe we were only down seven when the bench came in.
0: Wild. Itself. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Um Terry you have anything you want to add? I
3: before fucking we... hate Tom I, I not Huh? <laughs> what? I fucking hate Tom I'm not a ghost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's he, he's he's the, he's killing me. Killing me. Um before we get into some comments, time for the ad read. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up Stepped up, same game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Um, tonight, I like for tonight's lone late game for the Lakers versus Nuggets. If you're watching you want to put this in, I like um, Jamal Murray over threes, um, Anthony Davis over points. Um, do with that as you will. I'll probably also take Nuggets money line because the Lakers suck. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN, as you see in the corner of your screen. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right, let's get into some comments. Um, We had quite a few actually rolling in before we even went live I guess someone was like super angry and just wanted to like vent in the (laughs) chat (laughs) shout out to Brian Benjamin who just like let off like seven straight comments Um, but he said Cam can be so selfish as a player he should be banned from creating let's not have he should be banned from
3: basketball (laughs) like he just needs to be banned from touching the ball if he even touches the ball it should be like a night in jail at minimum like I'm over it I'm done I'm done with Cam fam I'm done with like People who believe in wacky, waving, inflatable, arm filling, tool filling men. Like, I'm over, Like, the Slim Jim isn't that good. He looks like a Slim Jim. He looks like a Sour pouch Straw, whatever you want to call it. Are you I'm hungry? Over, I am. But, <laughs> like, I'm just over it, and I'm done. You're like naming, I'm like, like I don't the snack I never want to see Cam Redditch play again. Like, I'm at that point where I'm, just, I'm
0: done. But I do want to highlight this one comment from Brian Benjamin, which kind of goes with what we're saying: is um, Knicks were at their best when they were playing fast and making the tall dudes on the Cavs move. I'd love to see the Obi Randall lineup to really to push the offense. Thought happening.
1: You oh know guess.
2: You know what's annoying about that though. If you talk to somebody who would defend Tibbs, they'd always say they'll always say they'll always bring up the rebounding and the rim protection.
0: Obi was great yeah. rebounding tonight, by the way.
2: He was, but. How fucking arrogant are we that we assume that like this Evan Fournier lineup doesn't have any leaks? Like, <laughs> why why are, why are the problems with our starting lineup now not just as relevant? So the defense of rebounding and the rim protection makes it so Randall and Obi can play zero minutes together. But Fournier being a fucking red carpet to the rim, okay, he he's just locks up twenty five minutes a game. Like, where's the logic in that? Why 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 is it on Randall and Obi to prove? that they can play together and on the starting lineup for the third consecutive year t- gets 800 minutes together to prove that they can't play together. Like it's just so inconsistent and baffling. It's, it's fucking ridiculous,
3: man.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Couldn't yeah, have yeah. said it better myself. <laughs>
1: yeah. I want to, I want to know what uh, Tyrese is also doing right now while we're doing this. Cause he's clearly
0: distracted. <laughs> he's concocting. He's he's angry, he's, he's angry tweeting. You're angry tweeting. He's either <laughs>
2: thinking about what he's going to eat when the stream is over or Not ordering the cam registers.
1: Right, like, like you already know. Like he's, he's <laughs> distracted.
3: <laughs> I'm angry tweeting right now because some people don't know. Like, it's the Donovan Mitchell conversation where people are
0: just like, oh, the Do we want to have true. that conversation on stream? Yeah, no, don't talk about
1: it. I kind of <laughs> want to talk about something too, which driving me nuts during the broadcast. Fucking Bree, especially Breen. Was just like, Nick's gotta hurt Nick's fans, fans to watch like, this
0: performance. You know what right, hurts, you know hurts
1: Nick's fans? Tom Thibodeau's rotations. <laughs> you know what hurts Nick's fans? Cam Fam do, doing those layups. You know what hurts Nick's fans? Like Mitchell Robert, like Fournier being a, a trash can on defense. Like those are the things Nick's fans are concerned about. No one gives a shit that Donovan that Mitchell, is Mitchell is like funny.
0: far removed from my mind like, right now. Like nobody. Cares. Every time you mentioned that, I was just like, um, oh okay uh are we supposed to care still like plus Jalen brunson's still better so i don't really care yeah Jalen brunson cooked them on a couple possessions that's all that matters
3: we take the win we take the win we, we take the small yeah. small
0: the small little battles yeah exactly
3: you won the game them. i want i want the iso that's all
1: i care about that's
0: it that's all i care about um okay we got nemo here he says most of nick's twitter has taken a massive dump on fournier for not being a good point of attack defender that's surprising lol um while RJ in the end probably did worse but quite nobody commented on that classic Nemo um, heel
3: turn wow
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese's influence um I guess but um I feel like like I feel like with RJ it's like I don't know if like I don't even know what to say it is it, it, it's it's a lot of it is effort but like do we think there's a reason for the effort? Is it because he knows he has to cover up, cover up so much for Fournier anyways? Like, he's just like, fuck it. Like, Isn't like like it like is or...
3: Thanksgiving or something? Oh, yeah. it, it already passed. Look, oh, okay.
0: Learn, learn, I don't, your learn your Canadian holidays. Yeah, I don't think RJ has been
1: good on defense. Mm. He's Last been... Two years, Right, like, that's, that's not shocking. I think he's been pretty bad overall. But that poor play is actually kind of more related to inconsistencies because he did have like, he played better in the second half in like Memphis, for example, like he's had more Charlotte. moments in Charlotte, right? He's had more moments of good defense than Fournier. 48. So if you want to,
0: we know he's capable of it. It's yeah, just like, a matter of him stringing it together. Right, so like RJ
1: has been not good on defense. I'm not good. It's not even a defense. So I wouldn't even say that, but also if you want to defend Evan Fournier for like bad point of attack defense, you should be criticizing your the coach who's like Evan Fournier, go guard oh, Donovan yeah. Mitchell to start the game, right? It is it is so inherently a Tom Thibodeau problem because he's not even not. recognizing strengths and weaknesses. Like he's in, he's not capable of recognizing that. Yeah. Like Fournier would be so much better coming off the bench, right? Like it would make so much more sense for him. He doesn't have to defend like better players. He wouldn't have to be – running high screen and rolls like Tibbs is making him do. Like if he's coming off the bench and he has, and he's on a heater, then you can play him. Like there's clearly a role for him where he can thrive in. And he's clearly still good because like he makes a shit ton of threes. It's not like he's a bad offensive player. There's the Knicks are just not using Evan Fortier right at all. And it's becoming one. It's going to, it's becoming another one of those things with like Tibbs where like the focus is on a player for not playing well. Because the coach is also not putting him in the correct Alec, way. Burks, all right? Over again. It's, it's happening like
3: it's, it's, it's... Evan Alfred, it was Kepa, and then it was Burks, and now it's Fournier, and it just feels like three years in a row, he hasn't optimized the players the way he should be optimizing the players. Well and at that point it falls on coaching.
2: Yeah. Terry Terry Ter, hold on a second though. Alfred would only be optimized if he was like shipped to the moon or like don't <laughs>
3: like, like, don't put him in that discussion.
2: Gets, I know you're right,
3: you're right. But still it, like if Alfred was coming off the bench and playing, like, 12 minutes a game... I don't, I don't think know.
1: anyone would care. I don't think anyone would have cared about the
3: net. Exactly. Because at that point, like, you knew... Like, Derek Rose was literally doing 17-minute straight Yes. Because, <laughs> because she could not play Alfred Payton to close the half because he was so bad. So it's like, okay, you clearly don't trust this guy. You're reducing his minutes, but you won't take him out of the rotation. And it feels like you have two other guys on the bench who could do be- who could do more or better in the starting lineup and play the same position. So if you want to play this guy, play him, sure. But play him off the bench, and yes. the same thing with Alex Brooks, where it's like, okay, well, Alex Brooks is a good player, and I get you want to run the brand um, the offense through Randall, but this season is going nowhere, so why not just play quickly, to yes. start? Yeah. And now it's like, okay, great. Now you're in a situation where your point of attack defense sucks. RJ Barrett's overextended, and you have two guys who really aren't good defenders, but they can be good defenders if you play them in the right positions. We can, like, you saw Brunson, you saw Randall have their stretches, but they can't be consistently good defenders right
1: yeah, now. Yeah. Right.
3: So now it's like, okay, great. You have this great point of attack defender who's also a guard who can also scale up or scale down and also gives you the pull-up shooting that you need from three because he doesn't need a high screen and roll to shoot from three, because he will literally shoot as soon as he crosses half court and it feels like, well, the switch is right there.
1: What are we doing? Right. It's it's again, it's this it's the same thing for just for placing different players. It's the same tips, it's the
0: constant, right? This is the constant it's the, it's, it's the Keith Bogan's thing. Like we're just we're seeing it. It's it's the same thing. And
3: it's always we're, with a vet. It's always with a vet. It's never with like, yes. oh my God, Emmanuel Kiddie is getting too much minutes. He can't handle it. Oh my God. Oh, I I wish.
1: I wish. I wish. I wish we would be like, hey, can uh quickly stop playing minutes, right? Like we're <laughs> like we're, we're so far from that. Like the whole thing is just insane. Like this really is a Tibbs issue. Like I know there was a huge debate last, like, especially, like, the offseason between, like, Randall and Tibbs, and both, I think, both had valid points, who was worse. But you're also kind of seeing where... A garbage fight. Right, yeah, it's like you're just picking two things of garbage, and then you could also see that, like, Randall has times where, like, oh, okay, he's really not that bad. Right, and you're just like, then what is the, then, like, the same stuff is still happening. Why is it? It's because Tom Thibodeau doesn't change we're probably going to have this same conversation in these post games while watching these games over and over and over and over again, because it's the same post games pattern back to last year's vibes. Yeah. Right? I like, know people are so excited. Like it's continuing like last year has leaked into this, the beginning of the season. So
3: far. Really the season before that leaked into last year,
1: right? Like we're so see- the like,
3: problem is like Vandal isn't shooting 41% anymore.
1: Right. It's, it's pre- like Randall's not making that insane, you know, Jordan-esque turnaround fader, right? Like he's not making that shot anymore. He's not making his open three. So like everything has gone downhill for that and Tibbs isn't adopting or adapting or changing anything. It is so constant. Like you just need to, his philosophy is you just need to execute my game plan better. My game plan I, works. I and it's, it's like
2: such, a, such an accurate statement, and, and it's, it's like, like it's, it's, um. That's what no, the say too. I mean, right. All, well, I mean, like,
3: <laughs> if you just did what Tibbs wanted you to do, better. Oh <laughs> <And it's laughs> like,
0: what, blows, what blows my mind is basically like,
3: he knows there's a the problem. That's the worst part. He yes. knows there's a the problem. He recognizes
0: he, the, he knows there's a problem, but it's not. He's not the problem. He's not the problem. Right. It's it's, it's, it's others. Right. Like, it's a,
3: quickly, he's closing. Got halves. Quickly is closing out halves. So it's like, okay, so if you think Quickly can close out the half, and you <laughs> think that Quickly is a better player than Ever Fournier, because you literally In the have most
0: crucial play. moments of the game. Right. And
3: remember, his words, "Is not who starts, it's who closes. finishes. Yes. So he clearly is like, okay, Emmanuel Quickly makes more sense with the starting lineup than Ever Fournier. But for some reason, the wide are I am stupid. And he's just like, well, I'm going to start Ever Fournier because you know what? He's put in 10 years. He deserves his services. I don't get it.
1: Right. It's, it's also the same thing for the past, basically the past two games, right? Teams are dropping hard on the Knicks when they're running screen rolls. Understandably so, right? They're saying pull up and shoot. That's what, like, every team right now, especially Milwaukee. Milwaukee did it the entire game. They went under, I think there was a possession where RJ the defender went under RJ like three or four times. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: Like, Bob, Bob, Bob Carr is literally was just like, every time on the screen or screen in my purse, like, I want you to shoot. I want you yeah, to the, shoot.
1: Right. And it's just always like they're back. teams are daring, daring the Knicks to shoot. And that's why you're seeing, so Tibbs' counter is, okay, we need someone to be a pull-up threat. We need a shooter on the court who is a pull-up threat. Right. That's the logic. He's, he assessed the situation correctly. But the application was we're gonna have Evan Fournier do high like, screen and roll. I
3: get I get Evan Fournier is a decent pull-up shooter, but not like
1: that. Right, like it's that sort it's of not thing. The level it's like, that we need. Right. It's just like you need a different type of pull-up shooter. His his is more of like, yeah, it's like you need a different pull-up shooter, you need someone who is comfortable just straight up pulling up whatever, and you but have also, that guy on the bench. He, he
2: even if you think like, let's just say hypothetically, you think that Fournier is a better pull-up shooter than quickly, which is wrong. That is just, that's not true. Um,
1: quickly is better at all the other aspects of basketball of pick and, and, roll, roll. and pick and roll. Like you, yes, he's the better. Yeah. Like you, he's the better player for that situation. Like, so Tibbs correctly assesses an issue on the offense and the solution is just using the same players. just, Execute the game plan better, right? Evan, be better at pick and roll. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. Like, you can't just tell someone to be better and execute better. Like, I get, like, the idea of, like, practice, and you should. That is a great ideal to have. Because Tibbs is ideal. You could say the defense does make sense, right? You actually want to collapse. You want to prevent the shots. And then you want to spring out and do a contested three. Like, the logic is sound. But when you actually do it, like, shit happens. So, like, you, you need to adjust. Run this defense.
3: Like, everybody can't run this defense. Like, I don't think the scheme is the problem. The scheme isn't the problem. His, like, solutions to situations on the problem. The problem is, it's just, like, he's using the wrong personnel and the right personnel is in front of him. And yes. for three years straight, he's just – he's analyzing the situation, coming to the correct conclusions, and just going, well, you know what?
1: Nah. Nah. Yeah. He's just, like, no, quickly as a bench guard, right? Like, he is – That's it. That is all he sees Emmanuel quickly as. And he also just sees Obi Toppin as like the energizing four, right? Like he doesn't see anything else from those two guys. And it is clearly the strength of the Knicks because not only has the bench been like better than the starters, they're putting, they're like the same thing as like last year. They're putting up insane differentials in these small samples and it's a very convenient argument to be like, right? You could be like, well, this is a small sample. This isn't going to extrapolate if you play them more minutes because it's so condensed, but it's and, a self-fulfilling prophecy because they're proving his point. Like
0: it doesn't, it's illogical to even, the whole thing. Just and is, it, and, it's, so. and it's not like, it's not like people are like, all right, just play the bench all these minutes. It's like, no, stagger. Play yes. different players <laughs> with the bench so that way we can get the both the best mean outcome for everyone involved. Like yes. the fans will love it you'll win, Thibs, like, you'll win the games, the players will get better on the court, like, it's you a win to for keep everyone. Your job. Like, you yes. have to keep your job! Because he's literally coaching for his job at this point. And he's, like, at this point, he's gonna get fired if he keeps doing this bullshit. Which is why it's
3: like, I don't understand why you're not trying to, like, pull everybody in U.K. in order to not get fired. Unless he's this just, is, like, well, I want to to kick off. You gone. know what,
1: this is a classic, like, coach move anyway, especially for, like, these older coaches. You kind of see it when they're, like, when they're backs against the wall they go to like the worst sort of like tendencies and things you saw it with Fizdale, you saw it with uh hornacek you're seeing what tibbs right now like any coach that is like has their back to the wall they just they don't recognize what would save their job pretty much ever when is the last time you ever seen a coach actually recognize what would save their job i don't think i've ever seen it like done and Uh.
2: I have, I have a really, I have a really obscure answer to that question. So you're not a big football guy, right? So there's this, there's this coach named Ron Rivera, who riverboat
0: early in Ron. his
2: er, er, riverboat Ron, that is what they called him, early in his Panthers tenure, was like the worst in-game manager of all time. Everybody had been calling for him to get fired for like years. They start a season zero and two. And then out of nowhere, he just starts going for it all the time. Like he just starts going. For, like he knew he was going to get fired, so he was just like, "Fuck it, we're going for it all the time." He starts going for it correctly, like on fourth downs. And he got this nickname, "Riverboat Ron," because of it. He just like got bullied into being a good coach. It was very, very weird. You can say uh, like Tom Coughlin. want to say this. This Panthers friend, <laughs> this Panthers fan that I'm friend with, changed his Wikipedia to, "I haven't seen a mistake this bad since." Or excuse me, because. It started with – he went for it on fourth down and then after the – and got it. And then after the game, he said he thought it was third down. And then my, starting, boy. With, starting with that play, he just started going for it on fourth down all the time. And my – and this, this guy changed his Wikipedia page to – I haven't seen a mistake workout or a mistake this bad workout since Christopher Columbus found America looking for whatever the fuck he was looking for. And that was Ron Rivera's Wikipedia page for a long time. So there you go. There's an answer to your question.
0: Wow. So (laughs) I don't even, the thing is New York media won't bully this guy into doing this shit. You're you're right. They won't. Like they, they love him in the preseason in training camp. This dude went up to the media and was like, "No, Obi Toppin and Randall's minutes together, they're skewed because of like blowouts and shit." And it's like, "Well, like where is the reporters to push back on this that are like, "Well, you know, even if that's the case, still small sample size, why not continue to see if it works in, you know, they're non-blowouts? not blowouts. They're, they're not they're not equipped for that." They of don't. course not. And like, this is not, why this is why all their requests it. for more access suck.
1: But it, I, it's not even like I don't even think about the points their fault like I, I just think fans are psychos <laughs> and we just know all this stuff and we want specific answers so we should be the ones that are reporters instead of them or, or there should a, be more of a symbiotic relationship with we do instead of the hostility and just be like hey like i'm not even kidding like someone from the daily news could in theory just like copy say like all of my stuff claim it is theirs I wouldn't care. I'd be like, finally, they're they're finally doing something. Like we provide so much free. But content they are too.
0: They are too proud to
1: do that. I was just saying, we provide them. We provide so much free content just for shits and giggles. That's what I do. I provide it for shits and giggles. I couldn't care less.
0: We do this post game stream for shits and, shits giggles. and giggles,
1: right? Yeah. And it's like you could just take what we're doing for free. We'd be like, oh my god, finally, someone's answering
0: our questions. Like you could just, you could just
1: plagiarize us, yeah,
0: <laughs> and we I, would all be like, I,
1: okay, I
3: fine. literally would not care
0: like Please. literally no one would and it's just like they have too much pride for that that's their issue it is it's like man just like just even when like even when you like quote tweet them with something some of them will take it in in good stride others <laughs> will not yeah
3: i miss them i miss him so much bro
0: and you guys know who the others are um but let's get into another um comment here we have chris Bernhardt he says the way this is going we we are all going to be saying amen by next october
3: sorry now nah, we never get lottery
0: luck. <laughs> yeah, amen. Happening. Thompson, hmm. we're,
3: not, we're not even getting one to Thompson's win. Like, forget it, bro. We're gonna get Nick. Ouch. Like, we're gonna get, we're gonna get like Blake Lively. And if you guys
0: don't know who that is, like, that sounds like Barry, a, Barry, a white. No, oh, is it, no, Blake isn't that the chick
3: from Gossip Girl? I
2: was yeah, about to say Blythe. that sounds like a
0: white co-star from like yeah, a, a two thousand sitcom.
2: Now you know what I was watching. Anyway, um... she's, uh, she's
3: she's married to uh, Ryan Reynolds, I think.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Again, hey man, XOXO. But um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Terrence's
0: mind there. is like <laughs> totally far removed from the Knicks at this point. He's just like, fuck this team, like Bro, the Sam,
2: Sam, the Sam, Sam, Sam. I gotta be honest, you are the last person who can accuse someone of having their mind on chicks, you know? Like, with <laughs> you, you know what your Twitter timeline looks like, I mean, you, no. you, you
0: know, oh my gosh, how did I not see that coming? How did I oh. not see that? <gasps> what do, do, do you gotta do that to Sam, man? I no. should have seen Dude, that coming. Calling yeah.
2: him is like a treat, I don't have to do anything. It's like, it's <laughs> no. him, like, it's. Like, it's Sam like Sam like
1: It's fucking
0: awesome. Man. Oh god damn, that was cold-blooded. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. I've I've chilled out, least I've chilled out recently. I've chilled out. I
3: chilled. I've
0: chilled. I've chilled. chilled? Yeah, I've chilled. I've chilled. <sighs> you sure about that? Yeah. You're really sure about that. Yeah.
3: If I had a towel, I would throw it right now. <laughs> no.
0: Check it out today. It's just Knicks, Giants and like. Whatever else is going you didn't, on right you, didn't, now. you didn't tweet anything about how uh,
1: people are looking on Instagram with their Halloween costumes? No? You didn't tweet that? I have no <laughs> idea what you're
0: talking about, man. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's get back into some basketball, folks.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, man. Poor Sam. Poor Sam's getting slandered. Hey, I am just, you know, doing right by the people. You are, really you are. are. You're, you're doing. You're bro, doing
2: bro, I, wasn't, I wasn't complaining, I'm, man. I'm doing right like, by the
0: people, man. You're doing. You're doing. As Jesus long as, before. as long as folks is happy, I'm happy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. That's it. What um, makes people <laughs> really Hey, I I ain't get much complaints, man. <laughs> I just hear good reviews. That's it. That's all I get. Good reviews. We broke
3: Tyrese.
0: <laughs> 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 oh uh, here we go oh man um chris bernard also says um i will say thib should have pulled Obi earlier in the fourth yes okay because he's yes. not trying to guard love um one thing that bothered me the most was probably the defensive coverage it seems like we should probably try more to switch but it seems like everyone is confused on like what to do like that one kevin love three where he got the four-point play it's like Randall and RJ didn't know what the coverage was. So RJ had to like run for his life and then end up fouling Kevin Love. He didn't foul Kevin Love. Kevin Love kicked his foot out. That was a bullshit call. I, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. I'm yeah, saying that. But, that was a bullshit call. But yeah, also, if, if Donovan RG Mitchell didn't run, run out, then... Too, the
1: four-point play, that was a bullshit call too. Some it, weak, it, there some weak-ass fouls the refs were calling all the entire game. That's not the reason why the Knicks lost. I'm just yeah. ranting about the refs being shit because they were.
0: Yeah, they were inconsistent with a lot of their calls, but I will say um, what you call it. Um, if RJ doesn't run out there though, if he doesn't have to run out, if right. like then it's not a foul. Like they just don't call it, or Kevin Love just doesn't even kick out his foot. Like he just probably pump fakes and then, like,
1: moves there on and an, moves the ball. There was an angle on that shot, I think, where they were showing it basically from like the opposite baseline. Mm-hmm. I th- don't think RJ was expecting Randall to uh to blitz.
0: Yeah, they like, don't, I, They're not communicating. I just right, do like, I not think he defense. was expecting.
1: And then RJ's like, "Oh shit, he blitzed," and then like. Oh shit! He doesn't have the ball anymore. Like, what just happened? And then you thats what. He, then, then then you get that. You get a late, a late rotation, a bad closeout, four point play.
2: And Randall, Randall is at his best defending when switching onto smaller guys. Like yeah, he's not—he's—he's
1: right. he's not good at the drop coverage.
3: The entire team thrives when they switch, and yes. for some reason, we don't switch. No. No. Like even Mitchell Robinson, even even he's fantastic in drop, and I will give him credit because the drop really works for him. But like he can still do his own and his switches. Like Hart and is better as a switch. Like everybody in the scene like does better when they're able to switch because Brunson can use his strength to like leverage people like one to three because he's really really fucking strong. And like for some reason we just don't switch, even though like we want have put Julius and drop, and it's like again nobody in the team gets optimized. It kind of feels like ultimately. It's coaching. It's just coaching, man. Um, it's just really frustrating. <sighs> I have a I have
2: I have an X's and O's question about what we were talking about earlier. So y'all were talking about the Bucks game and how far back Brooke Lopez was dropping. Why don't the Knicks just screen higher for their ball handlers? And I, like get them a little bit more of a runway when guys are playing when guys are dropping that deep. Wouldn't that be the logical adjustment? I, I think feel like we, I feel like we screen far too close to the three-point line.
0: I think Ariel did a breakdown of it um mm-hmm. on his on his on, on on his Twitter feed. Um there was an instance where we did screen up a little bit higher. I think it's is the difference between where Mitch and Hartenstein um screen because um the screens that were a little bit lower were more Mitch screens and Hartenstein mm-hmm. was moving up and he was screening higher. Jalen Brunson did get a a open three on that, but he ended up missing it in that clip that um Ariel ended up showing in that thing. And I assume that was probably the case for most of that night. But that would be the most logical thing for the team to do and hopefully they do continue to do that.
1: Or or also play quickly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or or you or have the guy or have the guy who's a pull up threat pull up shots when the defense is dropping. I, fucking guy man. This he's the worst. <laughs> he's he's truly the worst. And the beard makes it worse too.
0: Yeah. Um let me see. We had a comment here. Oh Ace Bouchard says that Tyrese is looking at Randall highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Are you
3: no <laughs> I'm looking oh, at your you... likes to make sure that
0: you're not liking <laughs> rest midstream. I'm not. I'm not even on Twitter. So Nash. I got up. Um Jordan Buff says the is coaching like Nash and Boone of Yankees tonight, but there's one big difference. Um, is is talent of Yankees and Nets can cover for their coaches' fuck-ups while Knicks cannot. Um why, I, I will say it. that I will say with the Nets, they are their their talent is not covering up for their coaches' hey, bro. That was
3: good. Bro. I don't care how bad Tibbs is. Steve, compared to Steve Nash is an insult, man. Steve Nash is just Ayahuasca and vibes. Like, come, <laughs>
1: come on. Are we sure the Nets are even more talented than the? Uh, They're not. Like?
3: They're not. TJ Warren is on this comeback after a comeback. Like Patty hey, Mills is wasp. Is
0: still alive?
3: He is. He Jesus. is. <laughs> He cut his hair, bro. He I haven't it.
0: seen TJ Warren since the bubble, man. Yeah, no, I... I don't know if that dude's alive.
3: Secretary Seth Seth Curry might be, like, dead.
0: And... Nah, he played the other night. Oh, he, he did? not do much, but he, he... Yeah, he didn't do much, but he played.
3: Yeah, but, like, they just lost to the Indiana Pacers, bro. I, I watched that God. game. That was I amazing. did, too. I, I watched that game, and I was like, oh, so this is what it feels like to be disappointing.
1: <laughs> Can't believe you guys actually wasted a uh, time watching that. I've never what else am I
3: going to do, bro? I'm not going to any parties. I'm in here getting what I need to get out of these scores. I'm thriving on Nets 8 right now. But like literally, you look at the Nets, they don't have anything. Like Ben Simmons cannot shoot on fast breaks. My dude was
0: running away from the rim on a fast break.
3: He looked like me in pickup. Like it wasn't funny.
0: I go for
1: dimes, I don't I don't go for finishes, I go for
0: dives. Ben Simmons is (laughs) trash. Like we're looking at terrible
3: he might. Be, he needs to smoke something for
1: games, man. I don't know. He needs more than that. He needs. He needs to go on like a complete one of those like DMT? psychedelic, like one of those like psychedelic trips where like they like where, where like reset your mind, your brain like, synapses. He
3: needs that Phil Jackson
1: stuff. Yeah, exactly. He needs that Phil Jackson Jeez. like reset. <laughs> he needs He needs. He needs. He needs to sit out in the desert for like a month to sweat it out or something. He needs, to, I, he needs to be reborn. Like, my man is, he is...
0: How do we feel about this? When RJ guarded Levert, he went one for nine, was non-factor in this game. I will say to that point, before we continue with this comment, Levert sucks. He had a, a yeah. like completely, <laughs> like... He had a completely outlier shooting game against don't, the Boston Celtics. Do not fall for bullshit. Yeah, do, that 41-point game was probably one of the fakest out point, outbursts yeah. that we are going to see for the whole season. Do not fall for Karis LeVert. Yeah. Thank do not. Um, so he said, in this game, asking RJ to guard quicker guards like Ja, D-Mitch, Ivy is going to struggle while also having to cover for Trash D Fournier.
3: Exactly, um, which is why Fournier shouldn't be starting and playing the pound of attack. Yes. Like... RJ is a good defender, but you can't have him be your best it, defender.
0: Yes, you have to have. It, it matters in what context that you um you have him defending in.
3: You also can't have him guard the point of attack because he's too slow for that.
0: Well, you, are... you need to mix it
1: up though. With like all all the good teams you see, like do throw different people at and the point players. of attack, right. and that's what you would want, right? Like you all would right. want RJ to be thrown on someone randomly like in like late in the third quarter when they're tired it's like oh great i gotta deal with a you know a big physical guy i have to like get around him and shit like that like there there is benefits of doing it but if you're gonna do it for the entire game like tibbs does because he doesn't like switching up matchups either for, for whatever reason like that's what that's what you're gonna get and it's it's then becomes easy if you're If you're constantly doing it, if you're not having to constantly do it, it's a little different. Like, I don't know. The man, the man doesn't understand that you can mix things up. He doesn't understand that you can be flexible. Like there's a script. He clearly has a script and you have to, and you have to go through this script exactly. And if you deviate from that script, you're going to lose. Apparently,
0: Uh, apparently according to Ace Bouchard though, that nothing in that script had anything in mind for Donovan Mitchell and and Kevin Love pick and pop mm -hmm. game. No, no. I
3: feel like I honestly feel like Tim better be because like coaching NFL like he feels like an NFL coach more than like he does coach because like because like NFL coach you get the script like your first couple of halves you get to like really you're not really switching a lot of dudes out like this NFL is way more rigid but like NBA is a lot more like fast and loose less less players more dynamic players stuff like that but like dude I just look at it I'm just like what are you doing half the time like I saw forty of the first vision for Donovan I'm like, I tweeted about it. I think everybody tweeted about it because you're just like, wait, what? Why? Yep. What's, the What's decision going made? on? Oh my god.
2: And it it like may it may seem like to people watching, like we're kind of over emphasizing the Tibbs aspect of this, but it's really hard to not do that. Not do it. Not do it to break down every if if there's like a a, a bunch of dominoes. The first domino are these decisions that tibbs makes they mm-hmm. lead to all the other things that we're talking about so all the sort of ancillary details of the game that we can get into like if you want to and you're interested like every player had something we could really talk about um it's affected by these big decisions that tibbs is or isn't making like if we fail, if Grimes comes back and we fail with Grimes, with the starters and Fournier playing with the bench and he's still not staggering, like, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit, but at least like there'll be other things to talk about that aren't like that. The point is, is that this all starts with Tibbs, and you just, there's no other lens with which to view this game because everything is impacted by this decision to start Fournier by, this decision to play Obi only 14 minutes. Like, you just, you have to start there. It's the overarching elephant in the room for this franchise right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. So Nemo says, I guess this is from um, from Dallas. I guess he tweeted this today. Um, people forget that a huge reason Thibs can have Obi can leak out, the way he does is that IQ is such a good rebounder for a guard.
3: That's it.
1: Yeah, yes. I mean yes, that's that's a big... like one of the best things is that OB can leak out because the Knicks actually have good, like smaller guys who can who could rebound. It's 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 pretty nice. Again, that's why you should probably play like OB, RJ, and IQ together more, because then you have two guys who can grab the rebound and push the break. Right? Like you have that there. That's actually the one thing Randall did very well in the third quarter is the Knicks have guys that can grab the rebound and go. And I just, and I don't, I don't know why that's just not embraced that much. I mean, like, I I don't know, like it works sometimes. And it's like when shit hits the fan, they just revert back to very slow, slogging isolation basketball that just, it doesn't work. Like you have depth and you have guys who want to run and they, I don't think they run enough. Like I, that's what I don't think they just run enough in general. Like
3: the offense has been good, but like the problem is, yeah, I think like they don't run when it matters. I think they run for like the first three quarters. Yeah, and then, then, they like, then they stop. They <laughs> stop, and it's like, wait, why? Like it's that's, working.
1: Right, it's what got you here in the first place. It's like, and it's, you don't have the personnel
3: to deal with the Donovan Mitchell's of the world because realistically, like you're not gonna outshoot them. You're not gonna outplay them because you're a bunch of like. This team is better than the sum of its parts and they should play like the sum of its parts. They should be playing faster. Gosh. They should be playing more risky. They should be doing things that's not turning into like your ISO guy versus my ISO guy because their ISO guy is going to lose out. So like, I don't get why the uh, the insistence to slow it down when you don't have that guy. And I like Brunson, but he's not that guy yet. And I don't think right now he wants to be that guy because he's still trying to find his footing.
0: Mm-hmm. It yeah, last couple no games sense. has been kind of passive.
3: Yeah, like I think he's just got I think he's still like he thinks Luca like I really think like when you play with Luca, you know like Luca's gonna take that shot. And he has to learn like, okay, no, that's my shot now, because realistically nobody else in his team can take that shot. Right. So now like it's gonna take some time for that to like adjust because he's re- he's really like an awful kind of guy. Like I love Brunson, but he does a lot of like I'm he's cool with literally being like Chris Paul where he would just facilitate all the time and somebody else would take the shot. Right. I think he needs to like learn how to like embrace the fact that hey, okay, no, I'm the guy. This is my team, and I need to take those shots. And, he, and they'll come, but like, it's definitely a mentality switch.
2: And to to sort of um, dive back into the RJ part of uh, like how he's impacted by all this, um, what you what you just said about you know getting out and running and how quickly being a good rebounding guard is so key to this because. Nobody on the team enables R.J. in transition the way quickly does. It's night and day how R.J. plays when he's on the court with quickly and when he's on the court with anybody else. And we saw that against the Bucs. He was awful in the first half, and then he salvaged his game playing in the third quarter, playing with the bench. He, R.J. led that team. I can't believe that Tibbs played the Bucs game, watched the Bucs game unfold, watched how R.J. played with the bench in the third quarter, and then was like, you know what? Nah. Like we're just not going to do that this next game, and then RJ played zero minutes with the bench in this game.
0: And I don't understand double down but, on Derrick Rose minutes.
2: Right, I don't understand <sighs> where that comes from. It doesn't even have to be like he could play with Rose, like, but like it could be Rose quick. But, quickly but with
1: Thibs, it's
0: either or.
1: Right.
0: So yeah, this is this
1: is where we get like right. This is when like Jeff was saying we could we start having these discussions where we talk about the game that's on the court, right? Then, we, but talk then we, this, realize... we talk about we talk about right, we talk about different solutions and things that can be done. Jeff's right. You could play Derek Rose and RJ Barrett together. You can mix it up. And then when you ask, well, why aren't they mixing it up? This is where we do. We we, we fall
0: right back because it's kind of upsetting, right? It's it, last it, it, it's... year, all over again. Like, it's like, it's really whoever, whoever wanted negative negativity on these streams. Someone was in the comments for the first couple <laughs> games was like, Where's the negativity? Well, it's here. You're welcome. Thank thibs for this. And the negativity is back.
1: It's going to come back, and Brunson is just going to make s- some of these losses. Like, Brunson is basically going to make up for some of it. And Pretty much. And that's really it, right? Like, he's going to stabilize things enough where it doesn't look as bad. Like, if I'm not saying Brunson was necessarily good tonight, like, he was fine. But if this was Alec Burke's running point,
0: spectacular,
1: right? Like, if this was Alec Burke's running point with Cleveland, this would have been a blowout significantly faster, right? Like, then if it was Peyton, it would even be a contest. Like, the fact that the Knicks were in this game until the fourth quarter was kind of impressive given how well. That Cleveland was shooting. So, like, the team is pretty good. They're just, they really are being held back by coaching. their coach and coaching. And, and just Brunson not.
3: being really, really good. Like, is going to make an all star team. And I'm still going to be pissed about this season. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I'm just like, wow, we have an all star, like a legitimate star level player. And I'm going to be like, well, this team still has nothing because their coach is really, really inept. And I mean, the
2: fact, the fact that it's even remotely debatable, and I think it's more than debatable, but the fact that it's even close to, deb- to debatable that Tibbs is hurting the team's chances of maximizing wins for this season is embarrassing because no team is sacrificing more to try and win this season. Like, there isn't a team trying harder to maximize every win it can out of this rock than the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And that's that's he's that's not that. even doing that right. He's not even doing that. If it was like the Kings or some team, or maybe the Kings are a bad example, but some team whose clear five best players are like are all like a little bit older. And then they have these young guys who aren't yet ready to contend or contribute, but like probably should be playing more because their five best players like can't win anything meaningful. Okay, like at least Tibbs would have an argument like these guys are by far my best players. I'm going to play my best players. He's not even playing his by far best players. He's not even doing that right. So how, I just don't get how anyone can <laughs> look like us in the face and be like, well, you guys, you just got to trust what Tibbs is saying. Like he knows. Like, no, he doesn't fucking know. He's playing Emmanuel quickly 19 minutes. No player has correlated with wins more in the last two seasons than Emmanuel quickly. You want to fucking win, play Emmanuel quickly 30 minutes a night. Like, it'll help you win. Stop playing Evan 48, 28 minutes a game. Shit isn't hard, man. Like stop he saying he's doing everything he can to win. He's not. I promise he, you, he's not doing the best job he can to win games with this team. He doesn't he was even ho- maximizing wins. We would all at least be a little bit quieter about it. Cause we'd be like, all right, like we know who Tibbs is. He's trying to win, and yeah, he's putting the best product on the court. He's not even fucking doing that.
1: He doesn't even hockey assist correctly. <laughs> right? Like his his whole platooning aspect isn't even done correctly, right? It would make more sense if you're gonna platoon. Is if you do swap Obi and um, quickly for RJ not for RJ for uh, Forte and Randall, because then you could have those two be the focal point of a two-man game off the bench, and they will probably beat every single bench doing that. Right? Like he doesn't even <laughs> he doesn't even platoon correctly because he doesn't even put the two best lineups to platoon together. Like he doesn't even do that correctly. Like we're saying to stagger because of what the starting lineup and what the bench is like that's why it's like the solution like well you should probably stagger them to blend everything together he's platooning and i don't think he's even platooning correctly because i wouldn't do that that wouldn't like my first team wouldn't that wouldn't be my first team so Mm -hmm. i don't
0: know i don't know um did we we even talk about the the positives of this game
1: (laughs) what positives yeah, there was there's was, the positives would be what RJ made a couple threes finally, and then he didn't get the ball for the rest of the game. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs>
0: every positive is like followed up immediately by like a negative. Like it's Yeah, because the- like the
3: positives should be
0: stronger, but they're not because Tom
3: Dibodeau is literally making our positive negatives. Right,
1: because it's like Randall had a good third quarter. He did what you wanted to do. Like he, he was played like, too long in the but third quarter. Exactly. Exactly. But then he, it, played quarter. he played the entire third quarter. He played the entire third quarter, then it's like, okay. Now your bench is coming in cold. And they're like, what's going on? Why is my bench not playing well? Let's throw out the starters again. It's like, no, what are you doing? Like, you got to give them a break. It's like Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things too, because you can look at the positives and they were immediately cut off because of some sort of stupid decision. Like, Randall was good the third quarter. He probably should have only played the first seven to eight minutes and should have had a little break. And then he comes in later. So you actually give Obi the third quarter Start the fourth, see where he's going, then put in Randall.
0: No, he couldn't even do that. He couldn't even do that. All right. So looking ahead to our next game, um, the Hawks they come into MSG. I don't look they up. are four and two. We gotta look mm-hmm. ahead, Terese. I'm sorry, we just have no, to. I, I um, but yeah, we got Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, that backcourt coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me just check what their stats are real quick, because I do want to see. They get volume stats, mid. but they're mid.
3: Who
0: cares? Yeah, they so, have like they have all the points and shit, but they're like shooting
1: like shit. So it's like I
0: don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm peeping it right now. Uh, but yeah, what are what are our main concerns going into this game?
3: Tom still the coach? <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: the same thing. Like, <laughs> is Fournier really gonna start again? Are we really gonna do that again? Can you imagine? By the way, if Garland played tonight, The fuck would we have done then? Like, what are we gonna do if Fournier is still starting the next time we play Cleveland and Garland's back? Just we gonna, will
0: say um, Cleveland. We accept this ass whooping in advance. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, um, so like, who? All right. So going into this game, all right. Let's break down. Let's break down the starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't You're even bully. see this. On a, why, don't the we, why don't we? not just
2: follow in the footsteps of the Ob Muse Twitter account and go on <laughs> fucking strike, man? Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I trying to have, I'm, I'm trying to have as much fun with this because I, I anticipated this coming. I knew it was coming this whole time. Yep.
1: Trey Young is shooting 33% on high volume for three. So he's really just, he's just chucking it up. Do we put Fournier on him? He, Fournier is going to be put on him and he's going to go off.
3: No,
0: seriously. I think, no. So I think Jalen Brunson is going to start out on um Trey. DeJount is <sighs> obviously going to have... <sighs> Paul Bucklaw. <laughs> so is Fournier on Hunter or is he on? I think for me, it would make more sense to put him on Hunter. What they
3: should do, what they realistically should do, they should put RJ and Dejounte, and they should put Julius on Trey. But they won't do that, given the
1: lineup. But yeah, no, they, yeah, they won't do that. That would be a better. Yeah, given the specific lineup, because the actual answer is you start Emmanuel quickly, but that, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah. So yeah, because of going that, based off the sad reality that, like, is, yeah, you probably, probably should have Randall on Trey because they don't like the Hawks don't really have like a big guy that I'm actually like worried about exploiting yeah, Brunson. You can, like, you, can
3: you can literally put like Brunson or John Collins. What's John Collins going to
1: do?
0: Yeah, John Collins is still on the Hawks. Yes. Yeah, he
3: is surprisingly. I know, right?
0: Yes, I because he... the Hawks did the stupid thing of letting everyone know they wanted to get rid of him, and everyone was like, "No, thanks." <laughs> oh, with I for some reason I thought he was a free agent and no nah. one wanted to sign him. <laughs> no, no, no. no know, that, he's that, still that's, he's still in the Bridges. So... Yeah, that's Bridges. Bridges. No one wants to sign him because he's oh going I mean, to jail. Yeah, that's understandable. Yes, but um, All yeah, so... like yeah,
1: you're right though. Like, okay, what John Collins is going to cook in the post? Okay, good luck with that. Like, please, I'll take John Collins trying to cook in the post
0: every yeah, single right. time like go
1: I mean, ahead
2: obi's gonna play 12 minutes again because randall takes that john collins matchup really personally so
0: tibbs gonna, oh, he's got to go under oh man so like all right so all right let's look about let's talk not let's not talk about what we want the matchups to be let's talk about what they actually will be because we know this coach all too well so um, I think Ponson's RJ is gonna start he, out on Trey. No, I think RJ is gonna start RJ. out on Trey. You think, think RJ's RJ is gonna start out on Trey? okay Dejounte. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, I think RJ. I think
2: RJ. Yeah, I
0: figured RJ and Dejounte as well. I don't, I don't. I think because all of us you right now are
1: twenty-eight tracing chair
3: on screens.
0: I, I
1: think we're all would our initial instinct would be, well, yeah, RJ should be on Dejounte, right? Like that is our initial instinct. Mm-hmm. We need to question. Our initial instinct for everything that goes along with the decision making of the coaching staff on this team.
3: R.J. And John so that, that
1: that that's why R.J. is going to be on Trey Young because I think because we are so certain that it would be the because why would it like why wouldn't it be the Jante Murray?
0: oh so you're thinking uh, you're see. thinking oh okay you're like oh wait, this is too logical for the Knicks to do, let's. <laughs> Let's think outside of the box of like where, yeah, I'm doing, the, uh, I'm doing the I'm doing the, I'm doing the meme.
2: Is 48 really gonna guard DeAndre Hunter? Who is
1: 48 gonna guard? Oh
3: the, nobody?
1: God. No, he's that well, he's not guarding anyone. That's the thing.
0: It he does doesn't not, matter. He'll be on the court. He's not <laughs> guarding anyone. There were so yeah. many moments. I know like Isaac, there were some moments where Isaac, Cora, like he obviously ignored Isaac, Cora, but then Isaac, Cora, like cut back door and then ended up getting like an easy pass to Evan Mobley because, you know, Fournier is just Fournier. But there were so many moments where Evan Evan Fournier was like completely lost as soon as someone started like moving off ball. He was just like, oh, let me go to my man real quick. It's like, bro, are we for real right now? Like, this is who we have on the court. Like, bring him off the bench. I know he was in Eurobasket, but like, is he like, did he lose his mind in Eurobasket? Like, did he stop like, Paying attention to, oh my god! I actually, I,
1: I still think this is. The, I don't think the coach is using Fournier correctly. <laughs> like, I, I honestly think that there's, it's, it's a, it's a Tim's problem. I think Fournier would look better with a different coach. He
0: would Pro- probably, probably. Like, but
1: like, he's probably one of the best. Well, statistically, he's like the best, one of the best non-Steph shooters in the league, right? Like, he clearly has the definitive skill, and it's knocking down shots. And I, the, the team doesn't even allow him to knock down shots. They're having him run high pick and roll now. Like he doesn't even get a chance to just be a knockdown shooter. Like the whole, nothing makes sense. Nothing that the, any decision-making, the game planning, nothing is really making sense. So, it, so I, I don't think Fortnite is even being utilized correctly. Like we know he's not that great on defense. You got to do a better job of hiding it. And A good way to hide it would be him coming off the bench, but that's not going to happen.
0: Um... Yeah. So do I mean I don't even I I don't even know what yeah because
1: you weren't on screen. You
0: didn't hear no, anything. No, I said. no, no. I, I mean <laughs> I heard some of it because I had my headphones outward and mm-hmm. they, yeah. they were loud. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm sure. But um yeah, I mean going back to the matchups, Julius is obviously gonna be on John Collins. 100%. John Collins. He's going to yeah, he's going to take it so personally.
3: Like he, he's going to have a game which is
0: Nah, didn't bad. didn't Onyeka Okongwu have like a stretch against us in one of those games last year where he absolutely murdered us in the paint? Yeah, but
3: it didn't matter cuz they still lost by like 10.
0: They did. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they still they, lost it. This is
3: what happens all the time they go against the Knicks where it's just like, "Oh, they had that one win, but that was like when Randall's been playing and it's like when Randall plays they can't stop him unless it's the playoffs." And then like he goes off. And he's probably going to go off for like 28 not
0: maybe really maybe they sure. gotta put up like playoff decorations in in msg no what, where's what? where's the game where's the game is it, in, it
1: MSG. Says msg
0: okay i, th- I was yeah, gonna say if we were atlanta like atlanta just put out like playoff decal like everywhere and just like spook him like, like their believe shirts <laughs> yeah just like come in like full playoff get oh, like, game
3: if only this game was on like halloween because that would have been like oh he's seeing ghosts it would have been hilarious man
0: Oh man, but um yeah, so obviously the matchups aren't ideal because you know Fournier is in the starting lineup, um not Emmanuel Quickly or Quentin Grimes. So anticipate a very slow start for I don't even think our offense will, will... had a slow start today either, but I just anticipate like Atlanta will probably get off to like a blazing start. Um mm-hmm.
3: I think the opposite. I think what's gonna happen is the Knicks are gonna go all crazy and they're gonna be like up like eleven to two, like what always happens against the Hawks. And then what's gonna happen is like
0: they start to make their comeback.
3: Some, something's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna get subbed on early. Like he's gonna sub on Arjun early for like Cam Reddish. And then like what happens is Cam revenge like, game.
0: Oh,
1: you're right. We could definitely see a Cam fam revenge game, and he is just
3: bingo. And the revenge game is gonna be him playing for the hawks once again because he's gonna sync the lineup and then like, like oh crap
0: that's, Dude, a that's, what,
3: that's what tyrese
2: has been doing over there he's writing cam hate fan fiction <laughs> 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 he's been dreaming that up in his head the
3: whole time he's like how can i how that's can what, i
2: him. that's, what they have that's why he's
0: maniacally typing over there he's like gotta get this out
3: What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is basically like, oh, everybody's gonna be going all, but Brunson might get Trey on like a switch, and he might wet it, wet it up in the face, and then Brunson to do all this stuff, what whatever. It? And then, uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, resume. I just uh, ruined <laughs> just it's ruin everything. I can't think anymore. You know what I'm saying? Cam <laughs> is gonna stink it up again, and I'm gonna be really tearing up my hero on Tuesday. I can't wait.
0: Oh man. Um, but yeah, that War. game is on. Or he's going to, like, light up MSG. That would be I would, hilarious.
3: I would jump. I would. Imagine like
0: a 30 ball against his former team in MSG.
3: Oh the my crowd God. just, like,
0: going crazy and, like, that's Jay from is, Florida, Iraq.
3: Oof, I awesome.
0: am... <laughs>
1: Dude, I would be so ecstatic to have, like, one of those games. Like, remember when they, they had, like, the Austin Rivers game against Utah? Like, I need one oh. of those. Oh. Type of games from uh from Camfam.
3: <laughs> you didn't throw them games, like I don't want that.
1: No, I need them I need the whole experience. <laughs> like, I,
0: I, need, that. I need everything with uh oh, yeah. I I need it.
3: I would uh, do
0: I, all right. Do we think we win this game? Yes. No.
3: It's Hawks Regular season, yes. Yeah, I think we
0: win. I think no. I think do we for, win by? Do we win handily, or is this like one that goes down to the wire?
3: I think it's a double digit win, not high double digits, but like I think it probably was like ten.
0: Ten to twelve.
1: Points. Yeah.
0: Fake comeback.
3: I mean, wow. I feel like
2: it's a close win. I'm gonna say it's a close win. We're getting a patent We out
0: a close win. Okay. I mean, we've done it before against. Yeah. Is
3: gonna... Mitch is gonna put Clint Capella in the damn Swiss Superman, like the Swiss straight jacket, whatever. Like he, I mean,
1: bitch better, bitch, G- uh, Mitch be, Mitch, bitch, I don't, right? Mitch
0: better show up. Gotta have my money. <laughs> <laughs> if if the Knicks
2: if the Knicks lose, let's just say they do lose, and then they lose to Boston to go to three and five. Does that, like, when do we think if it happens? When does like the pressure start being on? Like,
3: okay, like we. We gotta get to Thanksgiving first.
1: Like we gotta get to Thanksgiving. Yeah, unfortunately. Really. Listen, Tibbs is Tibbs is Leon's guy. He I'm mm-hmm. Leon Leon is going to give him as much time as possible. Like he should be fired right now. <laughs> right now. Sure, I'm, sure I'm, not, I'm not even sure. I'm not
2: even sure. I want Tibbs to be fired. Like I think. I think. I think. All the stuff we've been saying, there's validity and truth to everything we're saying, but I do think that there's we're, we're, we're very much skewing it, and we're only saying the stuff he's bad at. I think we, first of all, the grass is always greener. I, I don't think we get enough exposure to other teams to fully grasp how many other coaches have leaks that would similarly annoy us. And I also think we're not emphasizing the stuff he does well, which I think there's actually a lot of. I would feel pretty comfortable saying... I obviously don't watch any team as much as the Knicks, but I watch enough NBA to say that I would feel comfortable saying that Tibbs is an above average coach in the NBA today. Now, is he an above average coach for this roster, for this team, for this franchise at this moment? No, I don't think that. Um, But my point is, is that I do think that we're kind of telling a very, very skewed um, story. I'm just curious if like, first grimes has got to be put in the starting lap he won't get fired before grimes or quickly starts you guys agree with that right like it won't just be yeah. he won't. Yeah. he's not fucking he's not fucking going down with the evan Fournier ship like the gms rose isn't calling him into his office and like tom look we got to start grimes and grime is like nah i'm not doing that and then he just gets fired he's starting grimes first right
1: yeah definitely there's there's hope- going have- there's definitely going to have to be a, uh, a, a starting lineup change before. I lane hope lane.
0: so. Oh, Imagine no. if he doesn't start Grimes. Oh my God. If he goes out with
3: the ship start and after 40, that's going to be the saddest way to end a career.
0: i I'm think. sorry. So. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I I don't the know. The thing is
3: like, if he starts Grimes and the team wins, like they're going to be a 500 team, I assume. And like, all he needs to do is start Grimes and he gets job security. Like his pathway to job security is so easy. It's, I mean, the, path, the problem is mm-hmm. like, he needs to like, acknowledge it. And if he doesn't do that, then, like, I don't know. Maybe he just wants to retire. I don't know. Like, he might just even want to look at Sean Payton. Who
2: knows? This idea that Knicks fans are, like, like, we are a grueling fa- fa- a fan base, but, all, like, if if Thibodeau won 35 games this year, but there was, like, real growth from RJ quickly, Ob Grimes... Oh, he's still get fired. Oh, he's, he would absolutely get fired.
0: Yeah, he would be fired, but I think be, the fan yeah, base... Might be fired.
2: But I don't think the fan, I think the fan base would be more supportive of him. I
3: don't, I don't think, I mean, I think at large, the fan base is supportive of him. I think the problem is like the vocal minority on like social media sees him to be an idiot. Cause I like remember uh, for a lot of fans, he's the best coach they've had in a decade. Yes. So like the bar is he in hell, the bar is in hell
0: though. For Exactly.
3: That. Exactly. So like, I think he has a lot of fan support because like he is coaching one coach of the year. And he gave us a playoff berth. You shoved that coach like, up
0: his ass for all mm-hmm. I care though.
3: I know, but like we, we say in that, but like if you ask the average fan, they're probably gonna be like the oh, average you know, fan is
0: stupid, Tyrese.
3: I know, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like the average fan is gonna be like, Oh, he's still a decent coach, he's like, he's the best coach they've had since like Mike Dan Tony, and like what are you gonna do? Like, remember the average fan is in that forty-eight person Knicks Twitter thread. And they're probably gonna be like, Oh, you know, like
0: Tyrese that thread is stupid
3: that's the point that we shouldn't base things off stupidity i know but what i'm saying is like to a lot of people like he's a do you not do you
0: not live in the world (laughs) i do Uh sadly i just
1: ignore the stupid we base everything on stupidity and i know i ignore most of it you know We could also, like, if you want to do a Tibbs defense, like, you could just be like, well, the front office didn't consolidate, which is also a big thing, too, for the offseason. Yeah, he's like,
3: probably going to be like that, too, Like, I didn't want these dudes.
1: Which is totally fair, because everyone would be like, well, yeah, the Knicks should have consolidated. Like, there is an argument for Tibbs to be maybe like— he, may he has
3: like, arguments. That's the
2: problem. Don't,
1: don't give no, the stupid no, people fuck ammo. That. F- fuck
2: that. Fuck Tyrese. Fuck the, oh, I didn't want these dudes. He, we made that excuse for him last year. We can't if Tim's is gonna cry unless he has Reggie Bullock on his team. <laughs> fuck him, dude! Like you are not gonna
1: win with him. So no, I I think we would agree with that. I what I am saying is, you could shift some of that blame into the front office because no, like sure. give the stupid people ammo. There is all I am
3: saying is it's gonna get real nasty. Yes,
1: I I do like I think given what the team overall is doing, they're they're very much trying to thread the line of we're go- we need to win, to win and, and develop and it's one of the hardest needles to thread and you gotta make hard decisions at some point and the knicks front office they they didn't make that hard decision they tried to with donovan mitchell but uh i still think it was a good thing that they didn't because having brunson mitchell and randall as your focal point for a uh for a team would not be uh would you not are be asked, fun.
0: you're asking multiple fans to have a good time but then also You're asking for multiple fans to jump off the George Washington bridge. Yeah,
1: there's it's they're not, I don't think they're threading the line well right now. And Tibbs, who is the main problem, I would say, really makes this worse than it needs to be.
2: That that is a good point. Like as long as they try to have their cake and eat it too, they're gonna have neither, and they're just sort of right. gonna be stu- they're gonna yeah. be stuck so, stu- in purgatory.
1: You gotta make a hard decision, right? They need to make a decision pretty much on Obi OB Toppin and Emmanuel quickly, right? Like they picked up their options for the fourth year, um, they're, they're they'll go into restricted free agency. The Knicks have to make a decision though,
3: and they have two draft picks as well. Like right, yes. I think this next, like this next stretch going into the off is going to be a lot of unpopular and hard decisions because realistically, how much money are you going to commit to guys who play sub twenty minutes?
1: Yeah, it's it's we're going to reach that point, and I think we could talk about the the game to game stuff. We could definitely criticize Thibodeau, which we always do because he's an idiot. <laughs> like it's totally fine. I do think though, like if we when we take our step back from looking at the macro, we're just kind of like, well. The front office is trying to thread a needle that they probably shouldn't be threading, and they, they need didn't to make want it. To thread it. Yeah, but like I, they ne- they need to make a choice now. Like yeah. they need to make a decision at some point. If you think Thibodeau is your guy, then you have to consolidate, right? Like you have to make a choice on like I'm going to play these veterans or I'm going to play these young guys. Like you kind of have to make that choice. Then if you're going to say Tibbs is your guy, but if Tibbs isn't your guy, then like like they got to start making they hard decisions, that. right?
3: I'm you, If,
1: like, if, if Tibbs is your guy, you're kind of
2: making that decision for yourself. Like if Tibbs is your guy, like right? This, so. this might sound this might sound crazy, but they should look to trade quickly and ob at this
3: trade deadline. I think I honestly think they do. I honestly think they do because like they have two draft picks coming in, and you're not gonna you're not trading out up the third draft. You're, they're not doing it like straight up. Like this draft is super deep. This team is probably going to be in the lottery, late lottery, but still in the lottery. And they have a chance to move up. Like maybe they consolidate two picks into the one pick to move up. But like ultimately, I don't think they're going to carry two rookies on this team. Ob quickly, crimes are um, like they're going to trade some dudes, and it's probably going to be like resetting assets because like, they're not going to pay them. Like, are you going to pay Obi Toppin? What are you going to pay? I get it. Like, we talked about this earlier. I'm like, are you going to pay Obi Toppin if he's going to be like fighting for minutes? If he's still fighting for minutes year four, at that point, you're telling me you don't think he's good enough. Mm-hmm. So like, why not just get a dude who's going to be a Little cheaper and won't be as like underneath the bright lights and just try to get something for overtime. if you can, like it feels like that's where this is heading at this point because, like, they did they they wanted to trade these dudes, they couldn't trade them when they wanted to. And now it's a matter of like, well, you're not going to play him, you're not going to pay him, you might as well trade him and get something back, even if it's like second round picks, which sucks, but ultimately, like. That's what I've kind of been talking about the last two years. I was like, you got to trade some of these dudes because you're not paying all of them. And if they think Grimes is untouchable, then you can't pay OB and you can't pay quick.
0: If
2: I was the Suns, I would be looking at OB. I, I, would, I, would, I would call about Crowder because, and I would say, can we get, well, what, what, what can we do to get OB or quickly for Crowder? In some, like, obviously, you'd have to do more, but. That would be their path to keeping the the ship going after Chris Paul. Like if they got quickly, who's only a few years younger than Booker, and
0: this this team makes that trade, yo. Right.
3: <laughs> so I,
2: I, this- I think
0: I fans think, are marching to MSG.
3: I doubt it. I think with it, rope. Legitimately,
0: I think you could be like, yo, those two tubby bastards. Hey,
3: if you're the signs, you tell the signs, yo, I want like, uh I want an unprotected 2020 like four pick, and I want like a protected 2026. And I think straight up, a lot of fans are like, you know what, we got two picks out of it. I bet, I bet Tibbs, if it was Obi, would be fine with it because I think he would be. He driving Obi himself. the Phoenix. C-
2: Crowder would fill the backup four role more naturally than Obi would in his mind. I'm not saying he actually would, but he would fill, and and then he wouldn't have to hear about it either. Like this Crowder, a fucked up play, person. Crowder could play his 15 minutes a game, fill in for Randall, and then Randall, could and that would be it. And then he would get Obi out of here. And I actually think if I, I if I'm the Suns GM, I I see if I can make something like that happen.
3: And honestly, I think the pro, the front office probably like, well, we have more picks to trade. And honestly, that's all they want is more picks to trade. So I'm like, I mean, like <laughs> Sam's getting mad.
0: This front office He's is like, fucking stupid. I mean, They're fucking like, stupid. This front office is stupid. The coach is stupid. Someone needs to take one for the team and do something. <laughs> Any crazy fan out there, if you're listening, now is your time. <laughs> please, please don't report that. <laughs> now's <laughs> your time. Sam's gonna walk to MSG and put glue in his hands and stick it. In. <laughs> Nope, I'm calling out crazy fans. If you're listening, Sorry. now's your time. This guys, has been guys, the most um, uh, Wait, wait. And
2: a shirt that says "Sam sent me." <laughs> I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna cover our backs and say allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> yeah, allegedly, <please>. allegedly. <laughs> Do it. Oh my
2: god. Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: That was all obviously a joke, but yeah, this front office is fucking. Stupid.
1: Allegedly, again, allegedly, we don't we don't want the lawyers on us. Allegedly. Oh, of course not.
0: Allegedly no, that was all a joke. Allegedly,
3: an alleged hit.
0: I didn't say hit. I said if you're you're allegedly. <laughs> I, I allegedly didn't say a hit <laughs> i allegedly called for any, someone to mean anything that doesn't mean, anything. Yeah, that doesn't he, he, mean did, like, he did say anything
2: for all anyone knows exactly. sam could have just been saying like show up with a box of pizza you know like yeah it and, could
0: be it could be you know just I'm any, gonna, I'm it's gonna... literally anything it's up for interpretation you couldn't I, I could say go give them a hug like it literally <laughs> means anything It's anything. But yeah, this front office is stupid. The coach is stupid. The fact that they are like in cahoots with each other forever is stupid. And like the fact that I believe that that trade would be plausible for this front office is stupid. And like this fan base should like have a freaking riot. If like (laughs) if they trade IQ and Obi for freaking Jay Crowder. Oh,
3: I'm I wasn't sick.
2: Jesus I'd, All right, yeah, we'll snap,
0: right I'd allegedly snap my neck, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'd allegedly do that if that happened. Oh, really? For Jay Crowder, I'd allegedly snap my neck,
1: okay? Oh, my God. Can
0: we – The, we, can the we, post can we games
2: would be, would be some comedy right there. <laughs> they would they leading into another loss. Jay Crowder played 18 minutes. <laughs> can we Jay trade Crowder.
1: Tibbs? That's what we need to do. We need to trade Tibbs to, like – Sacramento. Uh, Yugoslavia? Yeah, I was gonna say send them to like <laughs> send them to like the the, the Czech Republic. <laughs> B- oh, League.
3: you were like on the edge of saying <laughs> I you were gonna say Greek. I supposed to be like, all right, this has allegedly put the right." <laughs> down.
0: Nah, I I chose my territories carefully. Okay. Send send them to the Greek Sea League. <laughs>
1: For what? Dude, he'd, for ha- fir- he'd
2: have them, he'd have those Greek motherfuckers playing some defense, though. He would. No,
3: like, he'd have them grinding. He oh,
1: How do
3: you say? Yeah. In Greek? I don't know. I'm a bit I,
1: I, I think it's just ice.
3: Oh, um. oh! That's, that's Actually, it's just like ice,
0: <laughs> Oh man, uh, I think that will do it for today's show. Uh, <laughs> we are clearly on the verge of losing our minds after another Knicks loss, which oh, is good, you know. You
1: are. <laughs>
0: I don't know, is, you okay,
1: Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just hearing that trade could be concocted and like thinking to myself, like, you know, the Knicks gotta, would actually do this.
3: You gotta re-up on the timeline right now, bro. You're
0: um out. But yeah, I think that will do it for today's um show. Thank you all for tuning in. As Jordan Bub <gasps> says, leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Help us get to 1k. Helps us out a lot if you leave a like. Um if you're watching afterwards, leave a comment. If you're listening to audio, check us out on YouTube. It's very fun just not hearing our voices, but actually seeing the facial expressions that go with all this BS that we're saying. Oh. Um, make sure y'all tune into the post game after the Hawks game. Hopefully the next win. That way we won't be as negative. Um, if you like the negativity, maybe you're rooting for a loss. I don't know. At this point, who cares? Ah. Um. We check it. out the links. Check out the links in the description to everything Strickland related. We got links to the site, the Twitter, the merch, the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Promo code TBPN. <laughs> and I Draft am done for tonight. I'm going to save my voice for my teaching tomorrow. Uh... And I will catch you guys on Wednesday. Please. If you have a gambling problem, one eight hundred Gambler. Allegedly. Allegedly.